some extraordinary numbers out from the biggest companies in the world this afternoon. A very unique day as we've got them all reporting in the same session. That hasn't happened in a very, very long time. So let's dive some more into it, spend some more time with our FANG companies. Victoria Green is back with us, founding partner and portfolio manager at G Square Private Wealth. Victoria, what do you think about these numbers this afternoon? You know, I found it really fascinating that both of the $2 trillion companies, even though they had absolute blowout quarters, are really not getting rewarded by it. So I think you have to look at that and say all three of them were spectacular, but you have to look at, and especially Microsoft, I think the thing that scared everybody on Microsoft was their cloud server Azure. Um, it, it maybe is slowing its growth trajectory. It's still growing at like 50% plus, but people are looking for any reason to not like these stocks. And, and Microsoft had an amazing quarter, a great year, and it's getting no love after market. And, and Apple, kind of similar, again, it blew out almost every, single, every product, I think, beat expectations across the board. And I think finally it's crawling up in the green now after market. But again, the only one you really saw get rewarded for a great quarter so far is Google. It's been that way a little bit. I mean, Apple finally caught up to the group here when it made those highs uh, last month, but Alphabet's just been unstoppable. So are investors getting a, a taste here of what's the most stable? I mean, ultimately they all got to highs, but Alphabet was the first to do it. It looks like it's gonna be the first to do it again. Yeah, and it, it, it's hard to compete with them. Their YouTube revenue was phenomenal. You know, I think they're coming out with YouTube Shorts, which is their version of TikTok to compete. I mean, it's just fun. And their ad growth, which honestly probably bodes well for Facebook, uh, that their ad growth was so strong. Um, I'd be interested to see if they have anything to say about any potential regulatory headaches. I'm not sure they'll address that in their guidance, but right now, so far, guidance that's coming out is phenomenal. Um, I think you got to look at Google and just kind of give them a round of applause. It was a great quarter, and, and there really isn't much to pick apart on them because the revenue was so strong across the board. Mm. From that perspective, uh, Victoria, in your opinion, you know these these three companies uh, kind of have their own bread and butter. Where for Alphabet, this uh, advertising uh, presence still so dominant, uh, basically only shared with Facebook. Apple's working on the services side, but still a, a product behemoth where many analysts are relying on that 5G super cycle to happen. Microsoft, clearly the cloud leader here. Uh, so which of these trends right now, these themes, these kind of secular themes is most compelling to you? Honestly, Google's YouTube is, is impressive. I still like Apple. I think you guys were talking earlier, are they innovative or not? I do still think they're an innovative company. We really want to see guidance on the iPhone 12 and the 5G upcycle. You know, I know some companies, I think Verizon is actually starting to pay for you to upgrade your phone to get on 5G. So I do think you're going to see continued revenue growth. I think when you're hitting their size, though, it's just so hard for them to impress. Look at these blowout quarters and analysts in, in the street are kind of like, well, that's great, but what are you going to do for me now like so glad you made me money you know maybe there's concern about apple raising its dividend you know that always raises some eyebrows in the tech world like can you not spend your money a different way to provide value to your shareholders beyond a dividend i sometimes feel like in the tech world a dividend is seen as a capitulation that they can't figure out what to do with their cash so instead of a buyback you know we'll give a, a larger dividend so a little bit, I wonder if that's weighing on Apple as well. As you pointed out, there's that question across the street. Are you really an innovation company or are you just going to, you cannot call them a value company, not at the multiple they trade, but yeah. a little bit, I think the, the street is considering that. Are you shifting from this high growth, high innovation company to a more stable behemoth? And then once you've hit 2 trillion 
does four trillion really impress anybody? You know, at these point, these numbers are so large, it's almost funny money. Now, Victoria, I was kind of arguing earlier that this is such a, a pivotal moment to test what's more important for this company, its growth rate or its stability, its shareholder friendly stuff, all the other things that are stable for Apple. What do you think about that? I mean, if, if we sell off on this extraordinary number, should that be a cautionary sign in the intermediate term for this stock if we're down tomorrow after beating by billions on every category? I mean, I don't think you can give up on these stocks. I think a little bit more, though, is being placed on forward guidance versus the numbers. The numbers had to be there. I think if it was a miss, it would have been punished beyond belief tomorrow. Uh, but it beat, so I think people feel confident it's still a successful company, but they're also looking forward. And I think Microsoft's a great example of that. They made 60 billion in profit last year, and then the street's shrugging its shoulders, and they're pointing to, oh, hey, your, your cloud revenue, it might be slowing down a little bit. And if your growth rate's slow a little bit, can we really justify this valuation? So everything is on nice edge. As well as, you know, there's concerns of what's inflation going to eat into these. You know, a growth stock has to continue to outperform and grow its rate of growth. And I think that's one thing people sometimes miss. It's not just absolute growth. It's the relative change of growth that people are really looking at. And, you know, I think there's the people streets looking around and saying, man, inflation could eat into this. You know, they got a nice pickup from rates coming back down, but you know, what mm -hmm. if that rate cycle turns again and all the what ifs, you know, I personally don't think you should give up on these stocks because they are so profitable. You know, these are not tech bubble stocks, the pets.com, you know, you can, we can get an argue, uh, valuation argument hands down, you know, they are not cheap. They're, you know, one and a half to two standard deviations above, you know, their tech sector is the most overpriced sector of the 11 sector right now, um, but it's really hard to judge these on a PE multiple, right? But at the same point, at some point you have to say, okay, I don't want to look at these necessarily just as an absolute, hey, is this a good stock or not, but relative to the other options you have to invest in, is this still going to do better? And, and Apple's lagged. It's only up, it's lagged the tech sector and it's lagged the S&P year to date. Yeah, that's a very good point. And uh, a late one to join at records. And now maybe struggling at those. We'll see tomorrow. Victoria, thanks for being here for the commentary. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Victoria Green, founding partner and portfolio manager at G Square Private Wealth.